Thank you for tuning in to True Dominion Ministries here with Latanya and Christopher Stevens. On today, we have a message on hindrances. Please remember to go visit our website at www.truedominionministries.com where you can view our blog as well as learn a little bit about each of us both. So we're going to start off today on hindrances. And the definition of the word hindrance means a thing that provides resistance, delay, or obstruction to something or someone. And so we were talking about this earlier today, and we believe that we both are each other's hindrances. And that is due to the fact that uh, we both are procrastinators and have been procrastinators. And so we blame each other. (laughs) But the ultimate remedy or cure for that is to just go ahead and do what you have to do when you know to do what you have to do. You said that I hinder you, and I said that you hinder me. And I believe that Christopher hinders me because I know that he's a procrastinator, but he is the last minute person. He is the one that is going to wait to the day of the last hour, the day before. He is that person. That's just who he is. And I am the one who wants to do things ahead of time so that we can be a little bit more productive in other areas. I also know that some people work better under pressure or work better, you know, at the last minute. And I am totally opposite because I've always been a secretary. I've always had to have things in order. I've always been given a deadline and those types of things. So that is what I'm used to. So now that I am working with my husband, uh, it's a little difficult. So this morning, this is what happened. I asked him to release me. I asked him to release me because I would uh, start to feel as if, you know, I was wrong or out of order if I went ahead and did things myself without his consent or concern because of the simple fact that I know that it needs to be done and I need to just go ahead and do it, whether he is here or not. And so um, I didn't want to be out of order because there are some things that God called us to do together. And so those things that he called us to do together, I have to have his participation, right? So... I asked him to release me this morning. I said, I need you to release me to do what I need to do so that I don't have to feel guilty about not doing it and that it is on my hands. Now it's back in my hands and I can't say, oh, well, you wasn't ready or I wasn't ready. So I can't put the blame on him because he has released me. So Christopher, you released me this morning and I thank you for that. I am so humbly grateful for that. Because that is a lot of weight and a lot of pressure off when I felt that I needed to wait on you to do certain things. Now, you said that I was a hindrance to you. And you also made the comment that I was a hindrance to you because we are also one. And you said, when you do this, I do this. And when I do this, you do this. And so we move when each other moves, but we also stop when each other stops. Yeah. That's what I was talking about this morning. I was talking about you being a hindrance to me the same way I was a hindrance to you. And um, I was just merely uh, saying that when God tell you to do a thing and you don't do it, I'm also hindered too. You know, Right. first of all, anything God tells us to do ain't for us anyway. Exactly. I mean, when it comes to the, the gift of ministry and basically uh, I minister to you and you minister to me. Mm-hmm. How can we minister effectively to one another if you're not in the place where you need to be and I'm not in the place where I need to be? Right. So I think hindrances are, are very relevant, well, prevalent in everyone's lives. 
you know, rather it be rather it be a phone, rather it be TV, rather it be friends, or rather it be parents, rather it be relationships, husband and wife. There are a lot of hindrances, and a lot of the times we don't see the hindrance because we didn't take the time out to see the hindrance. But nine times out of ten, when there is a hindrance, you would have already got a word to do something. And whatever stops you from doing that word at that moment is a hindrance. Mm-hmm. Rather it's food, rather it's children, rather it's spouse, or whatever whatever the case may be. But we have to be careful. We have to watch out for those hindrances, and, and we have to be able to maneuver around them um, because they will bring us to a stopping point. And it's when we stop that we don't get into the place where we need to be at with God. Right. And so that this is marriage ministry, this word pertains to every area in your life, including your work area, your employment, because sometimes you can allow certain things to overtake you. Some things can have your attention way more than what it needs to have your attention for. And I think also the word with with the word hindrance also comes. We we use the word distractions. That's right. And. Distractions may deter you for a moment, but a hindrance can hold you up for a very long time. And I believe that's the difference. Do we know when we're really being distracted versus when there's a hindrance? Basically, like I was saying, they, and and a distraction can be a hindrance. You know, it just depends on how long it sits around, you know. But I think that's what it makes, it makes it a hindrance more because it is something that was supposed to be done at a particular time or time frame, and we procrastinated for so long that it turned in from two days to two weeks to two months to two years, whether it be a calling, whether it be God's calling you to preach the word, whether it be God calling you from your job or from particular friendships or from particular people, even your family. And we'll linger and we'll stay there and we'll sit there and we'll ponder it and we'll We'll procrastinate over it, knowing good and well it's time to go. But we'll just sit there and just wait. We'll just wait it out. Like, okay, well, you know, it's If okay. God wanted to move, he'll move it. Right. And I know that sometimes we become a hindrance to ourselves. Absolutely. You know. it doesn't. Sometimes it don't take nobody or nothing. Just mm, us. No. And, and how we hinder ourselves, basically when we, um, we, know, we know there is something that needs to be done. We know... Beyond the shadow of a doubt, there's something that needs to be done. But we allow mm-hmm. everything around us and everybody that associates with us to, we allow this. Mm-hmm. A hindrance is something that we allow. Right. You know, it's not like somebody came in and say, oh, we're going to stop you from doing this. You can't do this anymore. A hindrance is something that you allow. Because they can say that all day. But, you know, it's up to you to to lay all those weights to the side and just focus on what it is that you know that you need to be doing. Focus on what it is that you know is right. Focus on what it is that you know have God has given you in order to and to fully do it and do it in in the right in the right way and do it in the right spirit. Okay, and that brings me back to the point from yesterday that I told you about how I was sitting at a kitchen table and I was actually reading my um book, it's a healing book called a healing book and um it's a workbook and I was doing that because God instructed me to do it. And then he also, yesterday, out of nowhere, he instructs me to praise and worship him. And I was like, I I totally just dismissed it. And I said, I'll do it later. I'll do it in a few minutes. And I never got around to praise and worship. And well, 
I hindered myself, number one. Yeah. I dismissed God, and I was totally disobedient. It doesn't matter even if I would have done it five minutes later or 20 minutes later, partial disobedience is full disobedience. Because when he says to do something now, that's what he means, that, that there's a time and a place that he wants you to be. It was something that he could have wanted to tell me. It was something that he would have could have wanted to show me. But because of my disobedience, I didn't get it. So this morning when I woke up, I was um, trying to go into praise and worship, trying to get into prayer, and it was like I just could not get through. I just couldn't. It was not there. And then I find myself on Facebook looking for a word. And that's just what we do, you know. And the word that God had for me yesterday, I can't go back and get it because I was disobedient. And I needed to repent for that. I needed to repent for being disobedient to the Spirit yesterday. And I had to do that. But because this is marriage ministry, I'm going to stay on topic. And this all twines in together. However, do you know when your spouse is being disobedient? Are you discerning your spouse? And if you are hindering them or they are hindering you, are you upfront about it? Do you tell them, look, we need to talk about some things. There's some things I feel like you're hindering me from. There's some things that I feel like you're holding me back from. There's some things that I feel like we should be further along than where we are right now. And if you can't be that honest, then that's a problem. And that's something that you have to find within yourself to be truthful about with yourself first because you played a part in that whole thing as well. It wasn't just a one-person show. So I acknowledged yesterday and, well, today in prayer that I had to repent for not being obedient to the Spirit. And it didn't even dawn on me about yesterday. And so we have to get to a place where we're not allowing people, places, or things to hinder us in the spirit because you don't know what your yes or your no is hindering. Your yes to your telephone, your yes to Facebook, your yes to friends, your yes to food, your yes to all of those things. But then, no, I, I'm not going to do that right now, God. I'll do it later. I have, a, I have a time set on my phone to pray. And when I'm doing something at that particular time, I'll hit, you know how they'll say, um, snooze or dismiss. And I always hit dismiss to either turn it off or to go ahead and pray. And at one point in time, it was getting so much to that I was hitting dismiss and continuing what I was doing that the spirit said, you keep dismissing me. That is what you do. You keep dismissing me. Every time I would hit dismiss. So now if I ever hit dismiss, it comes back to me that I'm dismissing God. I'm not just dismissing a prayer or to say in a prayer that just needs to be said or because I set a time to pray, but I'm asked, I'm actually dismissing my moment and my time with God. And so we have to be very careful about those things that we allow to come in between your time with God. That was a time that was on my heart to sit, to, to pray to God and to be consistent with God was more of the reason why I set the time was to be consistent because a lot of times I do allow a lot of things to get in the way because I also homeschool my children. So our time kind of fluctuates between that karate class, cooking, and my time with the Lord. And so it's not so much a set routine all the time, especially depending on if I got rest that night or if I didn't go to bed at a certain time that night. It all depends. So do you feel that you have more than one hindrance or you have acknowledged your all of your hindrances? I will say this. A lot of the times when God say do a thing and we don't do it, we miss what he want to do at that moment. 
Right. You know, well said. he may want you to pray right now in order to receive something from him right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? He may want you to worship him right now in order to get something in your spirit right now. And when we don't do those things that he's calling us to do now, we may miss it. It may be only for a moment. It may be only for a minute that he wants to do something like that in that area, in that arena. You know, so I do understand about hindrances and everything if in a certain way that, you know, when God give you a chance to do something, or he tell you to do something, that a lot of the times the thing that he telling you to do is so that he can get something to you. Right. I mean, let's be honest. Whether you praise him or not, somebody going to praise him. Right. I mean... In the Bible, it say the rocks will cry out. Right. I know I don't want no rocks crawling out in in, in my steed, <laughs> stand, standing in the place that I should be standing right. in. You know, God put us in the earth to do a thing. You know, he put us in the earth to worship him. He put us in the earth to praise him. He put us in the earth so that we can do things in the earth that not just everybody can do. Because there are different talents that you have that others just don't have. They just don't possess them. You know, so... If there was anything I could say about hindering, um, you never know what God wants to do with you in that moment. You never know what he wants to tell you in that moment. You never know what he wants to show you in that moment. You know, so you can't always just just dismiss it. Like my wife was saying, dismiss it or or say I'll do it later or or whatever the, the situation may be. Or I got this going on, so I'm going to do that later. You know, God may be wanting to deal with you right now, you know, and later he ain't going to deal with you. Later, he might say, well, since you dismiss me, I'm going to dismiss you. What if God was that way? What if God did what we did to him? You see, we, we have to be careful on, of how we do the spirit. We have to be careful how on how handle. we treat the spirit. We have to be careful with that. Because if that was to happen to us in our time of need, you know what I'm saying? How about God had needed to get something to you right away? You know what I'm saying? To keep you from walking into something that you were going to walk into in the next 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. If God called you and said, hey, I need to talk to you right now. You know, come and worship me. Come and praise me. Come and pray so so that I can get something to you because what's get ready to go on in the next 30 minutes, it could be life or death, or it could be your family. It could be your friends. It could be your children. You know what I'm saying? What if God was just trying to get your attention so that you can come to him so he can give you what it is that you need in order to make it through your next 30 minutes? Well, I believe that people feel like as if like when they work, when they do have a job, when they do have other obligations that sometimes right then is not the moment like right now is not the moment for me to just stop okay and so I believe that people have to really evaluate their relationship with God from that point that they do dismiss him as I have I can say this if God called you right now if God say come and pray it doesn't matter where you're at if God called you to a thing he already he already made a way for everything else to be handled. He already made a way for everything else to be taken care of. He already made that way, you know. So all we got to do is just do what he's telling us to do at that moment, you know. Because look, God the one who gave you the opportunity to have that job. God the one who gave you that that opportunity to be where it is that you are, to be doing what it is that you're doing, you know. If so, if he called you to pray. You know, he's not taking anything away from the job, but he's trying to give you something in order to complete that job. You see what I'm saying? Because you can, you could be at work and God say pray and you miss it. In, in my line of work, if God called me and he tell me to pray and I just dismiss it altogether, but it was it was because of what somebody was going to do was going to affect their whole life. Because if you get burnt on the power line, 
then you burn. It's in life or death. I mean, you can die doing my job or you can be seriously hurt till you wish you were dead doing my job. Whatever God calling you to, he may be calling you to worship him. You can still do that and work. God doesn't tell you to do something that you just can't do. He tell you to do something that you can do. I know it ain't always easy to open your mouth and say stuff that don't sound good, but you can do it. I know it ain't always easy to tell somebody where they're wrong at, but you can do it. It's not always easy to, to look at your spouse and be like, look, you a hindrance more than you helping me. You, you stopping me more than you pushing me. You're being selfish when it comes to me and what I have to do in order to get to where I need to go. I know, I understand it ain't easy to do that all the time. You know, I understand, I understand. But we have to get to a place that we are willing and that we will do the thing that God is calling us to do now. Everything that he say do ain't for now, but there are certain things that he tell us to do that we need to do now. So we need to get into the place where we are able and can do those things now so that we don't continue to hinder ourselves for our future or hinder others because we don't do what we supposed to do. You know, because God can tell you to give, but then you decide not to give. Right. A hindrance. Mm. You hindering somebody else from getting what they need in order to do what they got to do. And giving don't always mean giving money. Giving can mean give a word. Giving can mean give anything. Give anything. Except for, it, it, ain't, it ain't all about receiving all the time. What are you giving God? Are you giving God the time that he desires from you in order to get to where he's calling you to? These things that God is telling you to do is not for him because he is God and he already has everything but they are for you and for somebody else. If somebody had a word to give you, if somebody had a word to give you and they decided just not to do it, well, I ain't gonna do that right now, but that word would have saved you time and money or would have saved your life or would have saved your children from getting into something that they had no business getting into, would you want them to give you that word? Would you want them to do that right now for you? I'm sure you would. So why can't we take our time, take the time out of our day, take the time out of our, our life? Why can't we take that time and give God what it is that he just asking us for? It doesn't take 24 hours to do what God told you to do. If God said pray, it don't take 24 hours to pray. If God say worship, it don't take 24 hours to worship. If God say come unto me and sit at my feet and just let me teach you, it don't take 25 hours for him to teach you. God knows just what he's doing. He's strategic in everything that he does. He is not going to tell you to do something that you are unable to do. He's not going to tell you to do something that you're unqualified to do. He's not going to tell you to do anything that's going to hurt you, kill you, uh, or destroy you. Now, it might destroy you. It might destroy your ego. It might destroy your pride. But those things are for you. Sometimes you need your ego destroyed. Sometimes we need our pride to be abolished. Sometimes we need that. You know, because... There is no place in the kingdom for pride. There's no place in the kingdom for ego. We have to learn how to do what God is telling us to do when he's telling us to do it. Otherwise, we're going to miss the mark. And when we miss the mark, no telling what falls behind that. Everything that's attached to you can be hindered. Everything that's attached to you can be destroyed in a moment's notice, even by you just not doing what God is telling you to do at that very moment. God can want to bless you, but because you didn't stop, and listen to what he was saying, you missed the blessing. So what are we going to do? I believe we need to evaluate our relationships with the things that hinder us, evaluate our relationship with God, and see what it is that he wants from us, what he wants to tell us, what he wants us to do, and go forth in those things. And don't allow people, places, or things to hinder us in any capacity. 
Can I just say this? I know one thing is for sure. If it's hindering you, you care about it. We don't allow anything to hinder us that we don't care about. But if you care about that more than you care about God, you miss it. You missed it. And nothing in this world is that important that you can't put it to the side for a few minutes to give God the time that he deserves and that he's called on you. I mean, all the people he could have talked to, all the people he could have asked to worship him, all the people he could have asked to praise him. All the people he could have asked to pray and just sit here and let me talk to you. All those people that's out there that he could have did that with, he chose you. He decided he wanted to. He wanted it from you. He decided he wanted to hear your prayers. He decided he wanted to hear your praise. He decided he wanted to hear your worship. He decided that he wanted you to sit down and hear what it is that he has to say. I think it's just time that we find in ourselves what is more important. If your job is more important than God, if your spouse is more important than God, if your children are more important than God, let me tell you something. God made a way for you to have all those things. God made a way for you to go to work, to be safe at work, to still be breathing and living after all the craziness that you already did in life, after all the foolishness that you already went through in life. After all that stuff that you caused on yourself, he still allowed you to be able to breathe and walk and live today. Why can't we give him the time that he asks us for? Why? Well, we simply just have been selfish. We simply have put our needs and our wants before what God intended for us to have. And that is just plain selfish. And so, therefore, like I said, evaluate our relationship with God. Evaluate our relationship with those things that we, we cause to hinder us. And some things we're just going to have to walk away from. Some things we're just going to have to be upfront and straight to the point with and say to certain people, I can no longer do this. I can't do it like this. Or, you know, you are stopping me or hindering me from doing this. And you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with your relationship with God because no one else is going to do that for you. People will love to take up your time. And I distinctly remember when I was working in the medical field and when I was trying to get a job at particular times in my life, Every interview, they would ask me, what is your, your greatest asset to this company? And my greatest asset was always that I value other people's time. That has always been my greatest asset because I know that time is something that you can't get back. Time is something that, you know, is very valuable to each and every last one of us. You have to allow your time with God to be valuable. You know, and it doesn't mean that I don't get it wrong. It doesn't mean that I don't make my mistakes. It doesn't mean that I don't have my moments of disobedience. However, I go back and I try to make it right. Sometimes, some things and sometimes I may never be able to restore and may never be restored. That time for prayer and worship yesterday may never be restored to the point where what he wanted to tell me, he'll end up telling me because that's not promised to me. He may never tell me what he wanted to tell me now. But at the same point, I acknowledged it and move on, you know. And so that's where we are. You know, my husband and myself, we had to come to a place where we had to agree that we can no longer allow each other's procrastination concerning different things to hinder the other person. And we just have to be upfront about those things because I made a vow to God. And my vow to God is just as important, if not more important, than my vow to my husband. 
because God gave me my husband. So we just have to be mindful and we have to consider the things of God. We have to consider how we treat him. We have to consider how we talk to him. We have to consider everything that we go to him with. Do we go to him just wanting our needs to be met? Or do we really give him time? Do we really allow him to pour into us the things that he want to pour into us? Sometimes it's not all about him telling us something or giving us something. But for him to sit on the throne and enjoy it. He said, come with thanksgiving on your lips. Come with thanksgiving. Come with thanksgiving. If you don't ask God for nothing, if you if you say, I want to pray today, but I ain't got nothing to ask God for, give him thanks. Give him the thanksgiving that he deserves because he made a way. He made a way when there wasn't a way. He showed you favor. He gave you grace when you should have never received it. God has done a whole lot of things for you. That breath you're breathing in your body right now, he gave you that. He gave you all of those things that you need in order to keep living, in order to keep going, in order to keep striving. That phone you're listening to this podcast off of, whatever that electronic device is that you're listening to this podcast off of, it didn't just fall out of the sky. You had to have the money in order to purchase it. You got the money from working a job. You got a job because you was alive to get up and go to that job, and you were well enough to do it. All those things God has given to you, God has given you, and all he asks for is your time. Can you give him your time? Can you give him your time, the way you give your job your time, the way you give your spouse your time, the way you give your children your time? Can you give him your time? Can you give him your time? And that concludes our segment for today on hindrance please join us for the marriage ministry every third thursday of each month our motivational music on every monday and our new testament lessons on every tuesday we pray that this message has been a blessing to you that it pierces your heart to no longer allow hindrances in your life no longer to allow hindrances to keep you from god and on that note we say god bless